Hello everybody. Welcome to Courts this week on Live Law. I am Tanya Pandey here with last week's top judgments and orders passed by different courts across India. We'll begin the episode with judgments from the Supreme Court and then go over judgments from different high courts. The Supreme Court on 18th November set aside the controversial judgment of the Bombay High Court which held that skin to skin contact is necessary for the offense of sexual assault under the protection of children from sexual offenses act that is the pocso act a bench of justices uu lalit s ravindra bhat and bela m trivedi pronounced the judgment in the appeals filed by the attorney general of india national commission for women and the state of maharashtra against the judgment of the high court the court observed that the main ingredient of the offense of sexual assault under section 7 of the act was sexual intent and not skin to skin contact The operative portion of the judgment states that restricting touch or physical contact under section 7 of the Pocso Act is absurd and will destroy the intent of the act which is enacted to protect children from sexual offences. The Supreme Court has appointed Justice Rakesh Kumar Jain, former judge of the Punjab and Haryana High Court, to monitor the investigation in the Lakhimpur Kheri violence of October 3 which claimed the lives of eight persons, four of whom were mowed down by a vehicle allegedly driven by the son of union minister and bjp mp ajay kumar mishra the bench of cji and v ramana justice surikant and justice sima kohli also said that it has included three ips officers in the special investigation team constituted by the up police to investigate the case the court observed that it is necessary to ensure that justice is not only done but also seen to be done The Supreme Court has observed that summary dismissal of an earlier writ petition under Article 32 of the Constitution does not operate as res judicata. The court said that it must be alive to the contemporary reality of ambush public interest litigation. There is a trend of poorly pleaded public interest litigations being filed instantly following a disclosure in the media with a conscious intention to obtain a dismissal from the court and preclude genuine litigants from approaching the court in public interest the bench of justices dy chandrachur and bv nagaratna observed the supreme court has held that for the purpose of the juvenile justice act 2015 the age recorded by the juvenile justice board or the child welfare committee of the person so brought before it will be deemed to be the true age of the person a bench of justices dy chandrachur and bv nagaratna made the observation while delivering its judgment in a plea challenging an Allahabad High Court's order sustaining the judgment of the District and Sessions Court as well as of the Juvenile Justice Board declaring the accused a juvenile delinquent the bench held that the deeming provision section 94 subsection 3 of the act is significant in as much as the controversy or the doubt regarding the age of the child is sought to be put to rest at the level of the board or the committee itself The Supreme Court has observed that merely because it was kept open for the parties to surrender and apply for regular bail after filing of the charge sheet the same did not preclude them to apply for anticipatory bail under section 438 CRPC after filing of the charge sheet the bench of justices R Subhash Reddy and Rishikesh Roy was hearing a special leave petition assailing the order of the Allahabad High Court where the petitioner's second anticipatory bail application had been rejected on the ground that the applicants should have complied with the directions of the supreme court by surrendering before the lower court and moving for regular bail 
the supreme court has observed that even in case a deceased who had no income at the time of his death their legal heirs shall also be entitled to future prospects by adding future rise in income it is not expected that the deceased who was not serving at all his income is likely to remain static and his income would remain stagnant the bench of justices mr shah and sanjeev khanna said the supreme court has held that injunction orders with respect to a suit property cannot be passed in detriment to the interest of third parties who are directly affected by it without impeding them or giving them an opportunity of being heard a bench of justices mr shah and bv nagaratna set aside the common judgment and order passed by the karnataka high court which had granted injunction against alienation to the extent of 1/7th share in the suit property without giving the third parties who have right title or interest in the property by way of development agreements or otherwise an opportunity of being heard let us now go over judgments from the high courts the delhi high court has granted an ad interim injunction to britannia industries against an oral care seller for allegedly using its identical trademark good day justice sanjeev narula was of the prima facie view that britannia's trademark good day has been acknowledged to be a well known mark and therefore it will have a right to seek injunction in terms of section 29 subsection 4 clause b of the trademarks act 1999 The Allahabad High Court has observed that the marriage registrar or officer lacks the power to withhold the registration of marriage merely for the reason that the parties have not obtained the necessary approval of conversion from the district authority. This assertion came from the bench of Justice Sunit Kumar who was hearing a batch of petitions pertaining to interfaith marriages contracted by the petitioners. The court observed that the Special Marriage Act mandating notice declaration of all particulars and inviting objections thereupon subjecting it to public scrutiny is violative of the fundamental right of liberty and privacy granted to the petitioners under the constitution the court further noted that if there is an objection from an aggrieved person like the parents or siblings of any one party to the marriage that would not ipso facto nullify the marriage if it is lawful and the parties are adults The Calcutta High Court has granted bail to an NDPS accused who had been in custody for six and a half years while observing that there has been inordinate delay in the trial, which resulted in the infraction of his fundamental right under Article 21 of the Constitution of India. Importantly, the bench of justices Anirudh Roy and Joy Mala Bagchi further observed that the restriction on bail under the NDPS Act must yield. to a prayer of liberty in appropriate cases where incarceration of an under trial constitutes a substantial portion of the maximum sentence and the completion of the trial in the near future is a far cry the madurai bench of the madras high court has recently underlined how police prison authorities and remanding magistrates must deal with arrestees or prisoners who are persons with mental illness The expression "every person" in Article 21 comprises of an arrestee or remand prisoner as well, and Section 20, Subsection 1 of the Mental Health Care Act confers on every person with mental illness the right to live with dignity. The court observed, referring to Sunil Batra and accused excess judgments, Justice G R Swaminathan asserted the inalienable right of prisoners to receive mental health care. The court noted that Section 103 of the Act. 
demands setting up of a mental health establishment in the medical wing of at least one prison in each state and union territory. The Telangana High Court recently granted liberty to an accused to initiate proceedings against police officials if the procedure for arrest under Section 41, Capital A, CRPC, is violated. The court reminded that the police are duty-bound to follow the guidelines laid down by the Supreme Court in the Arnesh Kumar case for arrest. This order was passed by a bench of Justice Lalita Kaniganti while hearing the anticipatory bail application filed by the head of an educational or job consultancy firm in Sikandarabad, primarily accused of cheating under Section 420 IPC. The Madhya Pradesh High Court Gwalior Bench recently rejected the fifth bail application of a man who was accused of establishing a physical relationship with his wife, who was below the age of 18 at the time of the commission of the alleged offence and thereby booked for committing rape. The bench of Justice G.S. Aluwalia noted that in the case of Independent Thought versus Union of India, the Supreme Court had read down the provision of Exception 2 to Section 375 of IPC and had held that physical relationship with a minor wife would also come within the category of rape. These were the top court updates from last week. If you like the information given in this video, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to Live Law to stay on top of all legal developments happening in the country. I am Tanya Pandey and you're watching Courts this week. I wish you a pleasant day. Subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from Live Law.